I'm not saying quit social media. I'm saying the business models of these tech companies must change. This thing here with voice technology is not a bandwagon, and it's certainly not new. I mean, people have been working on this for decades. It's just that now the big tech companies have come out with these products that are literally the fastest growing consumer technology since the smartphone. I'm talking about smart speakers. For Monday, December 31st, 2018, this is episode 26, Marketing in 2019 and Beyond, Tech Companies, Social Media, and Voice First. Here's what I see happening in the new year and beyond. Tech giants will be seen as the new fast food companies, unhealthy, making us sick and unhappy. The model will have to change for the major social media players or users will leave. Trust and privacy have already eroded. That was a big theme of 2018. So what's next? Get a voice marketing strategy. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. We are wrapping up 2018, and I would say one of the traits of this year, one of the main characteristics has been loss of trust. We have lost faith and trust in various things whether they are political or technological or brand-related. I want to focus on social media and voice marketing. What I think is coming, what I am confident will happen. Let's start with social media. At the root, what you have to realize about today's social media, and I'm talking the real giants, which are Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Mm, You might also mention apps like Pinterest or WhatsApp, but really those those giant three, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. These are based on manipulation models. The business models through which these companies actually make money, it's advertising, it's ad-supported. And for those ads to run, the user, i.e. truly the product, which is you, the end user, as somebody scrolling through Instagram, Uh, And by the way, when I said Facebook earlier, I I do mean to include Instagram. Of course, Facebook owns Instagram. They also own WhatsApp. And (laughs) Instagram is really important for this, in fact. So with these models, the user is being manipulated and followed. It's a constant feedback loop. And that is what makes it different from traditional advertising, from advertising at any other point in history. When we're talking about television or billboards or terrestrial radio, here's the big difference. The platform, the ad, does not see you or watch you or know what you're doing. (laughs) There's nothing like the feedback loop and the constant monitoring and surveillance that we have through social media. That's why those ads were never smart ads. That's why they didn't have much tracking. That's why all you had to rely upon was a Nielsen rating, which meant nothing and still doesn't mean much at all. And so is this good or bad? Uh, Well, it's mostly bad. I'm not saying quit social media. I'm saying the business models of these tech companies must change and user trust has eroded. It's not just that the users are a little more skeptical and there's the leave Facebook movement, which, of course, hasn't taken a, a real swing at the actual numbers. I mean, it's barely a dent, if any dent at all. But 
When you look at what's going on with legislation, certainly government takes time to catch up to technology it always has. Tech companies can get away with murder before the old people in the government even understand what the technology does. We saw that at the hearings that Zuckerberg went through with the Senate. And if you've read The Third Wave by Steve Case, though, you know that, and I believe this to be true, the next, the third wave of tech will necessitate cohesion between tech companies and government. They'll have to work hand in hand. They won't be able to hole up in certain areas of the country and go wild before the government has a chance to catch up and figure out, oh my gosh, do we need to legislate something here? Do we need something like GDPR? So we've been running wild and that will come to a halt pretty soon. As a marketer, you need to keep in mind that all of this is going to come. And at the same time, we have voice. Voice technology is not a fad. I'm so excited because in January, I'm speaking at the Alexa conference. I'll give you some more info about that at the end of the show. But it will be wonderful to be surrounded by a bunch of other like-minded people who are so excited about voice. And for the naysayers out there who aren't quite there yet or who still consider Alexa and Google Home and all of these smart speakers to be a fad, Let's go back to 1903 for a second, shall we? You've probably heard this quote before. It's a famous terrible business prediction. This was from the Michigan Savings Bank president who advised Henry Ford's lawyer, Horace Rackham, not to invest in Ford's company, telling Rackham, quote, the horse is here to stay, but the automobile is only a novelty, a fad, end quote. Enough said. So when you hear fad, a lot of the time it is true. There are fads. And MarTech and systems and tactics are fads. Do you remember when everyone wanted to do Snapchat advertising a few years ago? I wrote a blog post back then and I said, there is no way to track anything. It's going to be difficult to ever make something evergreen that you've done on Snapchat. It disappears by its nature. It's ephemeral, yada, yada. I didn't see any value there. But everyone always wants to jump on the bandwagon. This thing here with voice technology is not a bandwagon, and it's certainly not new. I mean, people have been working on this for decades. It's just that now the big tech companies have come out with these products that are literally the fastest growing consumer technology since the smartphone. I'm talking about smart speakers. This is not a fad. That's the point. And if you think it is, you'll be riding around on your horse of technology, which might look like the smartphone or the laptop in a few years. Primarily, I'm going to wrap this up soon because I try to keep this podcast short. I just I just want to say, guys, if you think about the way that we're interacting with tech right now, which is primarily visual, it's GUI, and it's tap, type, and swipe, this is not natural for our brains. Part of the power of voice first, which does not mean only voice, again, I've said this before. I'll, I'll clarify this in case you don't understand the meaning of hashtag voice first, which was coined by Brian Romley, the Oracle of Voice. Brilliant guy. Brilliant guy. I think he's the most influential person who's come on my radar this year. And I can't believe it's been only just this year. I wish it had been sooner. So voice first means these technologies that are driven by voice will be prominent, will be primary, will be easiest to use. They will become more popular because there's a low barrier to entry. And I'm not even discussing accessibility, which is another factor. People will use them more because voice and sound and listening are easiest for our brain to process. We process sounds in 0.05 seconds. It takes us 10 times that long to process the written word. We're not meant to read 
Our brains aren't actually cut out for it. Think about it. Where did we evolve from? There was no text. Reading is not natural. Writing is not natural. Speaking and listening are incredibly natural. So they're easier processing in the brain. So they're easier for your customer, if you're marketing a brand, to understand warmly, quickly, and intimately. So just this is 1.0. This is beta. It's like beta max the way these smart speakers are today because as my friend Mitch Joel said recently, brilliant line here, this current state of voice, what the smart speakers can do today is the equivalent of the early days of the internet before the hyperlink, i.e., you would have to know the URL to type it into the nav bar to get to your destination. Just like with Alexa, for example, you have to know the invocation. You have to know exactly the way to phrase the command. I will say this, the Google Home, the Google Assistant is smarter. And that that androgynous, I have a male voice on mine. I think of it as a male. Google Home is smarter and faster. I can just pick up on it. It's a little bit of a, a few microseconds. But to me as a user, I see it happening so quick. I hear it so quickly. They've Google is better at processing queries because it's Google. Google is where you go to find answers to your questions. Amazon is where you go to buy stuff. Amazon is e-commerce. So keep in mind, like if you're just using your Amazon Echo right now, I really recommend get a Google Home also. And I haven't reviewed some of the other ones yet. I will. I'm just trying to really get to know these two product lines, these voice assistants first. Google's faster. Google gives you the information better. And it is more intuitive and contextual. And I find myself gravitating toward it. But there's nothing that can replace flash briefing. I love flash briefing. Again, early days. So that's going to be a whole new thing in 2019 where I think you'll see Google expand their morning routine and their news. Right now, if you have the Google Home Hub, you can see that it is visual and it's very nice. You can get Reuters, AP, NBC, and it's it's a video. It's like watching the news, but it's nice and quick, unlike the crap on TV where the news, frankly, resembles ESPN with the crawl and the play-by-play and all the junk. I like that it's quick in and out. That's what I like about Flash, and that's what I like about the news routine with Google in the morning. Let's wrap this up. What we're going to see from users and social media in 2019, I think there will be even more of a degradation of trust, and hopefully new models will emerge. There's an app called Portal.xyz. Mickey Egrawal, who's the creator of Thinks and Tushy, Tushy Bidet. I'm a big fan of the Tushy Bidet and the EasyGo Pro from my friend Wendy Cooper. You have to get your bathroom set up just in gear for 2019 for your health. So Mickey... Uh, has a friend who created Portal, and it's a it's a video app, premium quality content from really smart people. All the creators on there seem to be vetted. It's not the noise of YouTube. It's not the riffraff. It's quite the opposite. It's like a creme de la creme of the most interesting stuff on YouTube, and it's also taboo shattering because Mickey's behind it. So check out this app because I'm telling you guys, this format, this model where users can purchase coins or tokens, you purchase them in U.S. dollars, but then you can give them out. They're almost like a little bit of crypto within the app. That is the way that the creators will be rewarded. That is the way that the content will be paid for, not ad-supported. Ad-supported is weird, bizarre, and it involves spying 
and it's old school and it's so strange. Like it's bad for individuals. It's bad for society. And if it's bad for society, it's bad for those business interests within society. This is going to change. I don't know that it will happen in 2019, but we are going to gravitate away from that. And young people, people who are younger than me, will come up with something better, especially if they're like the voice first generation. That generation, kids who are three years old right now listening to smart speakers, talking with smart speakers, barking at Alexa, or maybe saying please and thank you, once you get those disfluencies into the smart speaker, just like you saw with the Google Duplex demo this spring, which was a little too soon, that's why it freaked people out. It sounded too human. No one wants to be tricked. No one wants to know they're talking. No one wants to not be aware they're talking with a machine, even though actually you've already been talking with machines. What do you think happens when you call customer service in the Philippines? Who's getting your social security number? There's so much you don't understand all the stuff that's going on and you zero in and try to like hate on smart speakers or hate on duplex because it's scary and new. Again, you're going to be riding a horse. Everyone will come around to the fact that big tech companies will they're going to be seen like fast food companies who are now the new cigarette companies. People hate companies that make us unhealthy or unhappy once they figure out those companies are responsible and know full well what they're doing. Frankly, scientists from Facebook have been involved in research supporting the fact that Facebook use correlates with increased depression. Teen suicide rates increase in correlation with increased social media use. Dozens of studies have shown evidence for this. I don't say prove and I don't say cause because that wouldn't make me a good scientist, uh, social scientist, that is. So how much longer are we going to do this? How much longer are we going to be marketing like we were in 2010? Really, 2008? It's old school. Like There is something better, newer out there. And if you can get ahead of the curve, if you can figure out a creative way to use voice marketing in 2019, you'll be ahead. But not for long, because this is a little bit of a blue ocean, and soon it's going to be a bloody red sea, just like everything else becomes. So I'm here on this island. Join me. Go to BeetleMoment.com for more. And thank you so much for listening. This podcast launched in 2018, and it has been a great year so far. I look forward to lots more cool interviews in 2019. I try to mix it up and get other people on here so you don't have to just hear me all the time. That gets boring. And It's supposed to be under 10 minutes. I went a little longer. It's almost 15 minutes here, but it's the year-end special. This is what I think is happening in marketing. This is what I'm telling my clients. This is where I am focusing my energy away from the old business models of manipulation and towards something more creative and voice-focused. Brought to you by our friends at Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Visit BeetleMoment.com forward slash P-I-P-P-A to get a $25 Amazon gift card when you sign up. And we thank Pippa very much for their support of the show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review in Apple Podcasts. You can go directly to the page at bit.ly forward slash beetlepod. That's bit.ly forward slash beetlepod. And you can rate and review, which will help others find the show. Thank you in advance. I do appreciate your review. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit beetlemoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week.